Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. Okay, ladies, Halloween has passed, and now we are entering into our holiday mompreneur era. Whether that is fun and exciting or exhausting and dreadful, maybe a little bit of both if you're like me, we have got some tips for you to make the best of the season and end the year strong in your health, business, and home. And first up, I want to invite you to join us over in our growing private community, The Thriving Mompreneurs, where you can stay connected with Veronica and I, but we also want you to connect with each other. So connect with more driven business and family-minded women. Hop on over to the link in the show notes to join us over there and check out the resources that we have left for you there. And don't forget to bring a friend along. Today, we are going to break down some of our best tips to getting through the holidays while still getting all the things done, whether that be progressing in your health, moving the needle in your business, or keeping your peace through it all. You can have a plan that helps you to end the year on a good note. So um, I wanted to first start with business because I have had the opportunity to network with a few um, mompreneurs in this in this online space. And I'm realizing there are a couple things that I want to go over. But first, I'm going to start with um, making a list. And um, I actually got this idea from one of my mentors. Um, she does it with everything, but she likes to, whenever you feel stuck or you feel like you can't do something because of an unforeseeable, you know, there's just holidays are kind of up in the air and there's a lot going on at all times. Um, and so she always says to solve your problem before it happens. And it's not like trying to predict what's going to happen, but it's just coming up with some sort of plan so that, you know, if you have an illness, it's like, how long are you going to take to recover? Um, you know, obviously that varies with illnesses, but typically three to four days is a pretty good time frame for just like a basic cold or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so it's like making sure you have a plan once you are feeling under the weather, how long are you going to go without movement? How long are you going to go, you know, without business? It's kind of like, almost like planning ahead your vacation and sick days so that you can kind of get out of that mindset as soon as possible and not let it drag on longer than it needs to. Just simply having a a plan to kind of switch off of the circumstance and switch on back to what you were doing before. I love that because I think it's really easy 
for that like slippery slope. I like to call it the snowball rolling downhill, right? Like right. You, you, once it gets going, it's like picking up everything around it. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're off track because you say like in your example, you got a cold. So you can't move this week because, you know, for these four days, because you just don't feel well and you need to rest. Okay. But mm-hmm. then that bumps over into, well, now I'm not hydrating. And then I'm like, and I'm not on social media. And I didn't send an email to my list this week. And the kids are eating frozen pizza for the third day in a row, and you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shoot, all of a sudden, everything has lost momentum. So having right. a little bit of a backup can be really nice. It's like having... um I just around the frozen pizza example. Like, I love how I come up with the most random examples to your like profound thoughts. I'm like, oh, I have this random example. No, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) With my daughter and her food allergies and things being like just a little more cumbersome, you know, moving Mm -hmm. around the the food allergies. I keep, there's one brand of dairy free, egg free, gluten free pizza that she can have. And it's like a frozen pizza. And I will keep those in the freezer because within 20 minutes, we can have something that's decent enough. I mean, you know, it's a processed food, but like it's decent enough for her to eat. If mm-hmm. we're running late sometime and we want to pick up a pizza for the house, she has something where she doesn't feel left out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the point is just having that like as the backup plan is incredibly freeing because it allows you to then make other choices that you wouldn't otherwise be able to make if you needed to put together a 45 minute dinner plan for one person right. and there was no getting around it. You know what I mean? And I I actually love this example because one, it's so relatable. And two, you don't have 700 pizzas in the freezer, right? You know yeah. that that's not going to be your default every single day. You you just simply, first of all, I imagine that pizza is like a thousand dollars. Yeah, they're not cheap. Yeah, It's like, it's like you're not going to do that every day. But in the event, you know, it's like, I have a plan on how we can make this work. And that's exactly what I was trying to say is just like, you're not predicting when you're going to use the pizza or how often you're going to need the pizza. You just have one in there for that backup plan so that, you know, you're good and you're going to get back on track as soon as it's, you know, that is over. So that was a great example. (laughs) Yeah. I was wishing I had it last night when we traveled home from out of state (laughs) and got stuck in traffic and we got home at 8 p.m. And we had used all the food before we left. Mm -hmm. And so there was nothing in the house. And I'm like, shoot, we can't even pick up a pizza and bring it home for everyone because she can't eat it. I still have to feed her no matter what. And we were in a little bit of a bind. So y'all, my daughter ate yogurt for dinner last night. I'm ashamed to admit it, but she ate yogurt for dinner last night and then (laughs) went to bed because I didn't have my backup plan. So what you did, I mean, you had yogurt, like that's a backup plan. Yeah. So, you know, just because it wasn't the perfect yeah. backup plan. It, yeah. 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 She didn't starve. <laughs> she didn't starve. She went to bed and she's fine. But I, I love the idea of having that like thing in your back pocket that, you know, is always around. It's always available. And you know, when things hit the fan here, I can rely on this plan. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then also to um, just, I just kind of throw in and kind of end this to- uh, thought process of like, it can, you can do it for vacations. You can do it for time off. You can do it anytime you think of anything that's going to throw you off of your routine and schedule, just kind of have some sort of, you know, something to fall back on so that you know exactly when you need to bounce back. Um, and so that takes me to another point that I wanted to make is that everyone that I have talked to has been like, well, you know, most people aren't going to do much over the holidays. And so I'm going to be logging off. And that is so true for a lot of people, but your people might still need you. And I think it's so important to 
to do as much as you can. Obviously, it's going to kind of like what we talked about. Your standard is going to change. You're probably not going to work, you know, the five days a week that you were before, or you know, whatever. But I think sometimes we we take this, especially as online businesses, and especially, especially if you have a side business that you're trying to get off the ground, um, you take it less seriously during this time because you think everyone else is logging off as well. And so I have made it and I've been trapped in this as well, being like, why can't I move the needle in my business when I took it off for three months? <laughs> um, or I like kind of did it, you know, on a, on a whim here and there. Um, still make yourself some sort of a schedule, whether that is, you know, a designated 30 minutes a day or, you know, whatever it looks like for you, because everyone's business is different. Try and keep it somewhat consistent throughout the holiday season because you never know what client is needing you, especially if you're a service-based provider, to get through the holiday. Sometimes they need you to hold their hand to make sure that they come out the other side of the holidays without feeling like they're starting from scratch. Um, and so not only does it keep you accountable, but also you're there and available when everyone else logged off. Um, I think that is is such an important piece to this in making sure that we're not missing out on helping and serving the people that we could be serving through the holidays. Yeah, which is kind of the whole point, right? I mean, that that kind of, you know, in my business, my, my business, uh, I can't even talk today, goodness, my business is very health focused. So um, helping mompreneurs get their health in order and stay in order, like you're feeling good, you're energetic, you're all of that. And so if I am not there through the holidays, like what does that, where does that leave business owners who are maybe feeling overwhelmed with their business, with their family responsibilities, with their health responsibilities to themselves, where does that leave them? It leaves them in a really bad spot. So like, I, you know, agree with you. I can't completely check out because I do believe that I'm there to serve and provide the, that support through a busy and tough time. And, and, you know, just harking back to like previous episode where we talked about words being uh, important. Um, one of the things that I do try to say, and I just caught myself doing it incorrectly for myself, is when people ask me how I am, or when I'm in this case, describing the holidays, I try not to use the word busy, 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 busy. You know, it reminds me of that mm -hmm. claymation movie. Do you mm -hmm. watch the claymation movies at, at the holidays? Do you watch those mm -hmm. old timey ones? So yeah. there's a guy on there. <laughs> I forget. I think it's in the Frosty the Snowman one. And he's like, busy, busy, busy. And we, my husband and I. Exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> my husband and I make fun of each other when we hear ourselves saying how busy we are. We will say that to the other one. And we're like, because it's all just fake. It's like, you're, I mean, yeah, I, I like to, I've changed that word to full. My life is full because it is full. I am in a busy season. I'm in a full season. I have you know, teenagers and holidays and business and blah, 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 all the things, but they're all things I want. They're all mm -hmm. things I want to be here. So, mm -hmm. you know, the thing that I wanted to remind people is even if this season is full, you can still have space to make some time for your business, make some time for your health, make some time for your family, because that's really mm -hmm. what the holidays are about. And Everybody is celebrating different holidays during this time. There's all right. different holidays during this like two month period. And so you may be celebrating at a time when other people are not celebrating. And then, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and vice versa. So you could be offering something at a time when a different person's beliefs are that they're not celebrating right now. So it's perfect timing for them. 
Do you right. know what I mean? And everyone else already logged off because they're That's like, what I mean. well, they're, you know, so it's just like a really good opportunity that I think we are missing out on unless we take advantage of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, on that note, um, just as far as like what I do is giving myself the grace around flexibility and owning what's going on in my day, but then like being flexible around I thought I was going to, I'm famous for adding too many things to my to-do list and like not getting them done. So like, that's, that's something I'm working on because it doesn't serve me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am really good about flexibility in regards to that, where it's like, well, I didn't get those things done. Cool. I prioritized, Mm -hmm. I got some things done, but now I just have to move on. Like I, you know, I can, I can do that. So keeping your mind like really flexible in what you can bring in. And when it comes to your health, for instance, you know, having that mindset of keeping your health top of mind. So what that means is like, for me, that's the lens through which I look at decisions. Do I want this cake? Maybe I do today. Do I want this cake five times this week? Perhaps that is not taking me towards the goal that I want, (laughs) you know? Um, Like, do I want to skip my walk today and lay here and watch a family movie? Maybe I do today. Maybe the family connection is more important than my movement today. Or maybe I can rearrange things and get my movement in later. Like keeping health as the like the lens through which I make decisions makes it easier for me to generally make healthy decisions mm-hmm. and not put too much pressure on them to be perfect. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. As said, it's well, a full time. <laughs> and I even like, especially with the chocolate cake example, you just you. there's also this layer of like, am I eating it because everyone else is eating it? Am I eating it because I should eat it? Like, is it rude to deny another piece of cake because great grandma's going to be upset? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Keeping your health on like top of the priority also means honoring your own boundaries and honoring yourself and not trying to please other people in this season with food. That's such a weird thing anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but that happens, Understanding where that, yeah, motivation is coming from. Yeah, that totally happens. And this is a a season, like, I feel like going into the holidays, understanding that, you know, there's, I certainly don't want to have the mindset that, like, you know, the tit for tat, like, if I eat this cake, I have to run five miles or whatever. That doesn't, that doesn't work and whatever. But I don't think... There's anything wrong with saying, you know, if I, I want to indulge, say on Thanksgiving dinner, it's going to be a larger meal. I'm having dessert. I having a glass of wine, like whatever that looks like for you. Um, So what that means is I want to do a better job during the week leading up to, so I don't really have to worry. I want to make sure that uh, I do my turkey trot in the morning because that makes me feel better about it. It isn't exactly a tip for tat. And certainly you can go down a road if uh, on that and it can become a problematic mindset, but it's also not wrong for everyone. So it's just a tool like, does this work for you? Because it doesn't work for everybody. But for me, it works to be able to say, I, you know, put the turkey in the oven and I go for a long walk. I, you know, because I know like I need it for my mindset. It helps me to move what's going on in my body through. So there's room for a big dinner later, like whatever. Um, But that wouldn't necessarily work for everyone. So understanding which tools are good for you and which might not be that you can leave behind, um, I think is important. 
Well, I would say if it will work for everyone, if you're basing it on even just listening to you talk about, I was thinking about punishment versus honoring. Like in one scenario, you're punishing yourself for eating this piece of cake because you now you have to you now you have to run five miles because you you know slacked off or whatever. But in another scenario, you're honoring your body. It's like okay, I know that this cake is gonna help my soul, but it might not help my energy levels and my fatigue and my bloating. So what can I do to then honor? both parts of you know like still have the cake and eat it too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, and how can i honor my body as well um in this season and i think when you're approaching things from that perspective of honoring versus punishing you're gonna get a lot further and, and decisions will be easier because it's like yeah i'm doing this now but how else can i honor my body in a way that i can still have this cake and you know do it do what i need to do yeah, I, totally. And one of the other sort of tools that I pull out um, that I talk about is adding instead of subtracting. And sometimes I say the opposite. So, I mean, there are there are pluses and minuses to both. But in this case, it would be, I, you know, can I have a smoothie for breakfast so that I make sure I'm getting lots of vegetables, lots of fruits in? Can I make sure that half of my Thanksgiving plate is a vegetable that doesn't have a sauce on it or, you know, whatever, <laughs> like so that I'm actually getting some nutrition? Um, and I don't go into a food coma after the meal. Um, you know, so thinking about where can you add, can I add extra water in this morning mm-hmm. to make sure that like, you know, the salt in the meal is going to be like a little offset because I'm just mm-hmm. indulging today. Like that's okay too. So it's just thinking about where can I add in something that is valuable instead of taking everything away, instead of denying yourself the traditions of your family, perhaps the traditions of your culture, the, just the things that you like to do that you only do once a year. I mean, whatever it looks like for you, um, adding instead of subtracting can be really, really powerful. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And then I also want to just add like, hopefully this kind of still goes hand in hand, but, but I'm doing a lesser version of 75 hard through the holidays. Nice. It is not. I just want to repeat. It is not seventy five. <laughs> it is a lesser version. Okay. And yeah. th- to a lot of people, that sounds crazy, but it really makes a giant difference when you have grounding. Right. Like every single day, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to get forty five minutes of movement in. Sometimes that looks like a walk with my entire family. I even got yeah. my mother in law to join in on us. Nice. Sometimes it looks like turning a you know an exercise video on and doing it in the living room, but it gives your mind kind of peace of mind like there's there's room for flexibility right like my days do not look the same uh, if you know me you yeah. know they don't look the same every day but there are f- there are five things i do every day regardless of what happens and i can't tell you how much peace that brings me each day knowing that the sun is not going to go down on me not doing these five things and i know that i'm pushing something forward in some capacity and so um in terms of like the adding and subtracting i think it's really important that you can add to this, you know, this experience by having the standard that you set for yourself every single day, whether that's movement, whether that's how many ounces of water you're drinking. Like it really does give your mind peace of mind to have one or two or maybe even three things to hold on to through this this holiday season that is going to keep moving something forward in some way and bring positivity into your life. Yeah, I think that's a great point because I think some times society tells us this holiday season is a complete throwaway as far as like your goals. 
But that's really the whole point of this is you can, maybe you're just slowing your growth instead of stopping everything completely. Maybe you're not, I mean, you're pushing everything forward. I mean, good on you. I, I'm right. not doing that, but cool. <laughs> um, I think like really keep, I, I actually did uh, about halfway through 75 hard, the, the full program for a while. That's um, impressive. <laughs> oh my God. It was, but it, it, I, so it was great. And I will at some point revisit it. But the reason I love it is for what you just said, which is it took the decision away from, from right. me. It wasn't a thing I had to think about. I had to fit two 45-minute workouts in. I had to drink all that water. I felt amazing. I mm-hmm. absolutely felt amazing. And so it just goes to show what a little bit of structure and some consistent habits will do because they're not earth-shattering. They are not earth shattering. And, you know, since I stopped doing that, my reading has really fallen off. Like it's just, I like that gave me such structure. So mm-hmm. I actually am going to take a, a page from that from you and go back to maybe during this time, just adding in three things that I love from that program and just making sure I get those things in because it's something I feel like I can do reasonably. And right. when I, I love a good checklist, y'all. Like I, if you ever <laughs> work with me, I'll be giving you checklists. I'll be like, you need a, you need a progress chart on your fridge. So now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, I'm going to print a new progress chart today and put my three things on it and put on my fridge and kind of really recommit to that. And because it really makes you, it takes away some of the stress of all of that stuff. And one of the things that I just didn't want to, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about today is in regards to your health is stress and holidays can be stressful. Stress as a general statement is inevitable, right? So trying to pretend it's not going to be stressful is not realistic. So coming up with like a couple of things that you like to do that relieve stress for you, not what somebody told you. I have a long list of ideas. If you want to, you know, shoot me a message or ask in the, in the, um, our private community, I'm happy to give some ideas there, but just off the top of my head, like I'm an inconsistent meditator, but I love it. And I do it. I have a new, um, like, sound acupuncture thing that I don't know how to explain that um, I'm doing that has been really helpful. Uh, You could walk outside in nature, you can listen to music, you can call a friend, whatever it is for you that relieves stress in an instant, in a short period of time that you can just keep in your back pocket. That is what you need top of mind during this holiday season so that when something happens, you know exactly what is going to make you feel better. You know, mm-hmm. you're not trying to figure it out. You're not brainstorming in that moment because your like nervous system is on right. overload. And that is not the time to figure out what you what relieves your stress. So thinking that through and really these are things that take one to five minutes. I mean, unless you're going for a walk, that takes longer, but you know what I mean. Um, one to five minutes, reset your nervous system, get back to whatever it is that is going on, whether it's business, home you know, life. So I just, I really want people to take that away. And if you need ideas for stress, jump on in our group and I'll, I'll give you some ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really love that. And actually I, I also in my program have this thing where we identify what nervous system reaction style you automatically fall into. And then you have a sheet of paper of all the things that can help that specific reaction style. And so, yeah, I, I love what you said there about like, you don't want to come up with a plan in the middle. Could you imagine like you are driving your car, just breaks down and you're like, oh, 
should I get a spare tire now? Or like, should I, you know, should I have that in my car now? Like, no, you would not do that. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Want spare tire, you want to have, you know, AAA or whatever it is, or access to some type of help. You want to know exactly where to find that before you get to that point. And so having that plan, I feel like that keeps coming up, but just the plan is everything. <laughs> yeah, totally. And that that's actually one of the things one of the things is on that note that you made me think of is in my program, one of the things that I have people do pretty early on is I don't, cause I think as women, this is a problem for us. A lot of the time is identifying what actually makes you happy. Like, have you ever really sat down and made a list of all the things that just light you up, that make you happy? Because if you haven't, I would challenge you to do that today because you might surprise yourself. It might be things that you just forgot you even liked. Or maybe you sit down and you're like, shoot, I can't even remember what makes me happy anymore because I've just been doing for other people for so long. And I certainly fell into that category. I can relate mm-hmm. to that hardcore. So, um, you know, just knowing what even lights you up a little bit mm-hmm. is like a glimmer that's going to wedge you into figuring all of that out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um And if you need ideas on that, I actually, I can see it from where I'm sitting right now. I read a book in high school and I still have my copy from high school, which is very long time ago, y'all. 25 years ago, I think. My God. Um, And it's called 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. So this woman curated this book. It's just a list of things that make her happy. And since high school, I have been highlighting in that book, things that make me happy. And I recently found it again, I don't know, a year ago. And I started looking back at things that made me happy when I was a teenager. And, um, you know, they still do, you know, things like the smell of fresh cut grass, like who doesn't love that? I could Mm -hmm. sit outside and smell that all day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you kind of just get in your life and life is busy and you forget these things. So just being able to access, even if you're in the moment and you can't change your situation, But if you say on the fresh cut grass example, you can sit and you can close your eyes and you can go into what does it feel like the sun? What does the grass smell like? What does the wind feel like? But it's in your mind that still resets your nervous system, even if you're not in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I went on a little tangent there because I got excited about that book. But if, if you guys are, I'll leave that book in the show notes. I'll put a link to it in the show notes because it's so fun and amazing and it's very old. So it probably costs like $5. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. Um, also there will be, I can add a resource for you as well in terms yeah. of we do a, a yes analysis, um, and in my program and it's actually free. It's, it's anyone ha- has access to it, whether you do the program or not. Um, and it's simply just exactly what you just said, writing down what makes you happy, what makes you stressed. It, it really makes a difference to like put all of that on a piece of paper and be like, Oh, yeah. I didn't realize how much like even just comparing the two lists of being like, when I say yes to all of these things, I feel a certain type of way. And like comparing like how the length of each list is just is really cool to see like visually and see where how you can yeah. kind of shift the different lists into. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I did want to transition into kind of a, a harder topic um, just because I feel like we don't talk about it a lot with holidays, but everyone, I feel like as much joy and happiness as the holidays bring, there's a lot of grieving that comes with it too, just in different capacities, whether that's in your home and your business, um, you know, family things. Um, it can bring in a lot of big, a lot of big emotions. Um, and so I just want to talk about experiencing the, those emotions 
Um, and also creating space for them because I feel like a lot of times, especially as moms, we are the ones who have to be strong and we have to, you know, keep the, the show must go on and we are often <laughs> the show leaders. Um, but there is time to process all of the things that you are missing, all the things that you're celebrating and, and things like that. And so, um, I think just creating that space ahead of time so that you have time to decompress, um, whether that is, like Casey said, going for walks or talking with your husband, kid-free, you know, going on date nights, um, just having a safe space that you can kind of decompress and let all of the those things out is is really important during this time. Yeah. I mean, I shared a previous episode. I, I recently lost my father and so this is going to be my first Christmas without him. And he lives far away. I don't usually see him anyway, but Christmas was a huge deal in our family. Um, lots of decorations, lots of funny traditions, lots of baking, lot, you know, food and all the things. And um, so one of the things that I'm actually going to do this year, which, you know, on that note is sitting with my kids actually. And because my kids are older, of course, um, you could do this with little kids too, just on that level. Um, but sitting with my kids and like remembering things that were joyful, keeping traditions alive. Um, you know, like in our family, that everybody every year got a wind-up toy in their stocking, for instance. Um, that was my dad's thing. Like he always found one. And I kind of let it fall off at some point because they're hard to find and it's annoying. But this year, I'm just <laughs> now in this moment realizing I need wind-up toys. Oh my God. Like, yeah. but it's a way of remembering and allowing someone that you've lost or that that it's a part of the grieving process is like remembering that person mm -hmm. in a way that feels like you're honoring them and something that they brought to your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I will be doing that this this Christmas. That is really beautiful. Yeah. That, that's amazing. And yeah, whatever you can do to bring that person, you know, into the celebration and keep their memory alive. And and just like Casey said, talking with family members, I think that that's so important. Um, and yeah, that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. And so I think just on that note, I think keeping in mind all the stuff that we talked about today, we're going to kind of wrap up just saying, Remember that the holidays are a full season, not a busy season. They're full, right? <laughs> and there is space for you to make time for your business, make time for your family, make time for you, your health, your mindset, all the goals that you have. You just need to figure out what that looks like for you, what, what this season is going to look like for you um, and not get caught up in everyone else's goals <laughs> for you. So... Mm -hmm. Um, and then with the question of the day today, um, the question is, I'd be happiest describing myself as the kind of friend who you could A, sit in silence with without being awkward, B, burp in front of without me caring, or C, spam message without feeling self-conscious. So I'll answer this one first. I, I would be happiest describing myself, I think C, spam message without feeling self-conscious because I, like a lot of communication. Y'all, I'm chatty. You know that. I talk a lot on this podcast. <laughs> I, and so that goes over into, into text messaging. I I like a lot of communication. So you feel free to spam message me all day long because I turn my phone on do not disturb. So I won't even hear it. <laughs> 
I was going to say the same exact thing, actually. Spam message yeah. without feeling like if you send me 10 different messages in a row, listen, I'm excited. I will get excited more <laughs> for each message that comes in because the, the more detail, the better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that makes me feel a lot better now that I've been texting you. Sometimes I text you things and I'm like, she's a, I, I, I do get kind of annoyed. I have one friend who sends like three words per text message. I'm like, could you just type all that out? Just type it all out and hit send. That'd be great. But on that same note, I think I've done that to you a lot lately where I'm like, you know, flight of ideas. I'm like, oh, da, 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 and I send you like no, 20 never. text messages in yes, a row. Never feel bad for that because <laughs> I, I I don't always do it back because I'm like yeah. reading them as I'm like driving or something. Like yeah, yeah. Things. yeah. But I I appreciate it. I like to know what's on, on people's minds and I will. Yeah. Same, same. I, I love a good, a good communication. So Awesome. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Hopefully you guys found that really helpful. Um, get you through the holiday season. If you want to connect with us, jump down into the private community over on Facebook. And um, next week, I'm going to be doing a solo episode talking about five sneaky habits that are sabotaging your goals, uh, things you might not have heard of or thought of before. So uh, make sure you um, follow us for more and I'll catch you next week. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives and you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.